Today's show is sponsored by our friends at orcacoolers.com. From roto-molded coolers that keep your ice good for days. They have drinkware like the barrel, the football barrel, the shorty, the stein, the teeny, the vino. They have chasers. They have coffee campers and travelers. All sorts of stuff. It's going to keep your drinks cold or hot. You're going to have coolers that will keep ice for days. And they're bear-proof. Go to orcacoolers.com slash bourbon for 15% off your order. That's orcacoolers.com slash bourbon. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Old Limestone Mixing Water. It is the mixing water of Kentucky bourbon. We are firm believers here at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Drink however you want to drink. You want ice in it? Put ice in it. You want to put some water in it? Put water in it. And if you're going to put water in it, use water that was filtered through limestone in an aquifer that's 130 feet under the ground. Old Limestone's unique Kentucky limestone aquifer produces a rich, velvety, smooth water with hints of calcium and magnesium, which amplify flavors. Yet with no iron at all, you can make bourbon anywhere you want, but 95% of it is made in Kentucky because the water is special. Use Old Limestone water to mix. Take the taste test. Pour a bourbon neat. Sip it. Now add Old Limestone, swirl it, and sip again. Check out Old Limestone at oldlimestone.com or they're available at a store near you or online. Bourbon and Beyond. This September in Louisville, Kentucky, with Bruno Mars. The Killers. Black Keys. Brandy Carlisle. Plus Duran Duran, Billy Strings, Black Crows, The Avid Brothers, Blondie, and so many more. Bourbon and Beyond. September 14th through 17th in Louisville, Kentucky. All passes on sale now for as low as $10 down at bourbonandbeyond.com. What you got for me, Zeke Baker? So, let's see, looking through my list of things here, I'll throw this one out since it's a little more time relevant, I guess. Since when did they start closing school for kids because of a wind advisory? I mean, I know we've all laughed about like the generation or generations before us that, you know, walked uphill both ways, two to four foot of snow, blah, blah, yada, yada. But I mean, a wind advisory and they closed down the whole county school system. I know you're talking about a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> but have you I mean, seen what it actually did though? Like I didn't think by my house, I was like, ah, it's not really blowing that hard. And then you go up and down 65 and all the signs are like knocked over from these winds. Fair, I suppose. But, I mean, do you not remember being a kid and having tornado drills? Or, or where in, in the county or the city you grew up in did everyone, where were they told to go? Either you had a basement or a storm shelter or get to the closest school because it's a big-ass brick bill that nothing can mess with. I would think that schools are to... to I would think that schools are tornado shelters and you'd want the kids to be there. At the same time, you go back. This was March 3rd. You've been sitting on this for a minute because we haven't been recording. <laughs> Two were dead. 157,000 were without power after these storms. The The gusts had reached, where did it say? So the highest one was out in Clarksville. It was 79 was the gush there. Nashville International Airport was 65. Columbia Airport was 68. And the airport's just, I mean, I guess that's where they're measuring everything all the time, but they got up pretty high. I mean, to me, that sounds like one of those useless-ass stats, though. Like, how many flights were delayed? Zero. Were could there? The airplanes not, could the airplanes not land suddenly? No. I've flown into Vegas more than once 
where a, a, the 737 or whatever it was I was on, it was sideways. I had a window seat, and within four seconds of the wheels touching down, it did a 90-degree flip to land. I've been on a couple of those flights. <laughs> yeah. See, so you you're telling me that this, all the wind at the airports, well, that's why it's, I mean. Well, that's where they adult, measure Adults it. still had to go to work. If the wind was so bad, why cancel it or call it off? Well, they that's got to be somewhere and go somewhere. People are still driving their cars. I mean, my little ass Honda didn't get blown all off the road. That's the thing that gets me the most, though, is they call off school for kids. And what do they expect all the parents to do? It's not like the parents are like, oh, yeah, you know, my work's letting me stay home because of wind. Now, thankfully, there's some people wind. that have some hybrid <laughs> stuff, right? But like, <laughs> Zeke, if you're not, I mean, I can work from home. In technology, if your kids are home, you're taking them to the pharmacy all day and saying, Geronimo, go color. Hey, like they said during, uh, you know, Rona, I'm an essential employee. Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is the essential Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. We're catching up. Uh, By the way, tonight, I will be on my way to New Orleans to do a panel at the New Orleans Bourbon Festival. If you're going to be there, I can't believe 27 people have already signed up to go to my panel, Zeke. So I better not let them down. How many of them are bots? (laughs) No bots. No bots. (laughs) There were some people that texted and said, hey, we're coming in. We're going to go to your panel if we're not too hungover on Saturday morning. I mean, they're literally giving me, I think it's 10 or 11 o'clock on Saturday morning is my panel. So I'm hoping, you know, after a few days down there, everybody will be pretty tired and I won't be expected to uh, perform well. So, you know, I I love New Orleans. You you telling me you were going to this trip hurt. I know. A lot. I haven't had my kids this weekend, so I'm... I'm fine with that, but... Well, I was going to have you do the panel with me. I know. I'm just saying, I I have been there more than anywhere else. Literally. Anywhere other than home, probably. Love it. Some things you you need to take note of and do here real quick. Sure. You have to eat a lucky dog, but it's like crystals. You don't get one before midnight or you'll be judged. Okay. You definitely need to get a hand grenade, as cliche as it is, because them things are damn good. (laughs) Like, real good. When you get there and you get a drink, walk around, get your bearings. Because if you're anywhere near the quarter, you want to know everything from where the quarter is to the river and where the square is. That way, if you're bar hopping or out later meeting people or doing something, odds are it's going to be in that square, essentially. So you'll have your bearings and know how to find yourself. It's very walkable, very easy, and as cool as it is, ain't no point wasting money on a cab. Yeah, I'm going to be at the Hilton, New Orleans, Oysters, Riverside. Lots of places. I don't know where that is. Oysters. Lots of places to get them. Personally, I like Felix's. It's a dive. I think my first time there, I was 11 with my parents. Hmm. The line's less because it's a dive. Are the oysters just as good? I would say so. Get you a couple dozen raw, have you a good time. The good news is I am literally right by Harris. Okay, that's up on Canal then. So you're you, that's drafty up there, but it's an easy walk down. There is some good food up right around there, though, too. I think the Koshan's up there and a few other things. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cafe Du Monde is pretty close. Yeah, because yeah. that's the, close to the river because that's on the end of the canal, almost where it ends. Yep. Yeah. So Jackson Square is fun. It's great people watching. Make sure at some point, right next to Dumont, these like performers will always be there doing these like acrobatic looking music shows. How none of them ever cracked their skulls beyond me, but it's impressive to see. You could essentially go down to Dumont and Jackson Square and then walk into the French Quarter. And then you'd have your bearings basically for the trip because you'd hang a left 
once you hit bourbon, essentially, to go back up to Canal. And I like the Museum of Death is nearby. I kind of want to go to that. I mean, the World Pharmacy or I think the world or U.S. pharmacy museums there randomly too, but I've never been in all my trips. Somehow I found better things to do. <laughs> um, oh, Pat O'Brien's Piano Bar, epic. If you want to be like super uh, frugal because they charge money for the glasses for the hurricanes, if you get that, if you're in the piano bar, but they give you a refund. Well, most of the tourists don't know that. So back in my younger days when I was there, you know, college era, Zeke and some friends, we'd find these big groups of people that sit there and drink, you know, five, six, ten hurricanes while they're watching the piano bar. Well, then they all just get up and leave thinking they're done. You grab them glasses for the table, people do, turn them all in. It's like a two or four dollar refund per glass. So you can make money drinking. <laughs> oh, just drink more, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for all your help. Okay, Zeke, tonight we are drinking Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It's A123. You know the A stands for January 2023. It's the first release. All that fun stuff. It is the 31st batch of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It's the highest proof the brand has seen since 2020's 132.8 proof. The bourbon was increased by $10 this year to be $69.99, where it was $59.99 before. The proof is 125.6. It's 12 years old, 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye. I think that's all you need to know on this one. I mean, you kind of know it's Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Anything you want to ask I don't think so. For once, um, Stat Boy's off the hook, as we've done plenty of these, and I think most folks are pretty familiar with them. And um, anything in, in that realm other than the, uh, well, what's in the bottle is, uh, is is pretty standard at this point. Yep. So what's in the bottle? Age statement, right? It is still age stated, Zeke Baker. <laughs> it's 12 years old, non-chill filtered. What do you think about this whiskey, buddy? Let's see here. So for this a one two three <laughs> makes me chuckle for some reason maybe it's just all right here so you did have the proof on this one i think in the past you kind of omit that to uh make me wonder or throw me off i do and like throwing you off with because you don't know how high these are going to be or not exactly and, and honestly at the end of the day does it matter have john and i I wouldn't say ever, but recent, current, modern times, bought anything simply because of the proof? No. <laughs> exactly. But it, did, but it did surprise me because all three last year were in the 120s, right? Yeah. And and this here's 125.6. I think you probably threw that out there. If not, I'll, I'll do it again for folks. But again, it's not the end of the world. I've had plenty of great products that were sub 130. Consumerism being what it is, it is somewhat at least interesting that they're still blending these in, you know, well below 130. Kind of think at some point they'll just say, all right, the blend's kind of the blend. We've done this for so long now, it, it comes out in the wash, but we need to pull some barrels or, or test these things and hopefully give ourselves a yield that gets around 130 or a little higher just to get folks, you know, with the eye effect. It, it is what it is. We all know it. The funny thing is, is the squat bottles were all high, high proof. And somebody called them. Yeah. But somebody recently said to me, they called them the pirate barrels. And I've never heard of them referred to as the pirate barrels, but I guess they were the pirate barrels because they were squat bottles. I don't know. Someone was like, have you ever had a pirate barrel? And I'm thinking when I'm thinking of pirate barrels, I'm thinking of like a barrel that's, you know, pirated from a distillery. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. What the hell's pirate? I didn't get the correlation, but I guess, I I mean, I I thought everybody just called it the squats. 
I thought they did too. Like calling a short person short. You just kind of go with it. It fits. (laughs) Apparently, if I look at some of this old stuff, it says these squat rounded bottles have affectionately been known as pirate bottles. What are you on Reddit or something? It's on multiple places, multiple websites. I had no idea. I mean, this must be something the kids are doing because I've never seen it from anyone that I drink converse or in and in a group chat with you and i are in a fair amount of overlapping group chats if you've seen it somewhere i feel free to fire away but i certainly have not i have not and it is news to me that it is a pirate bottle so you learn something new every day man i feel like it's the kids that look at you and you call it you know four roses uh yellow label they're like dude it's white <laughs> or it's oh, no. nude it's nude now <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you ain't wrong but a son you ain't right. <laughs> I guess I don't know when all of a sudden the old squat bottles. I mean, it originally says too. like if you're looking at this, the old squat bottles are affectionately known as the pirate bottles. So I learned something new. I'm going to forget it, I hope. And by the way, just so you know, Stat Boy here, last year's were right. I mean, I, I told you you were right. They were all over 120. A was at 120.8. B was at 121. And C was at 124.8. So they're over 120, but barely. Yeah. I mean, especially when a lot of the picks that have come out of that program have been at least 125, if not in the 30s. So were they sacrificing those higher proofs for the picks, maybe? Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe. Oh. Back to this product, though. I thought that coming in, it was somewhat bland, but also it gets real peppery and almost specifically uh, just like a white pepper remnant on the tongue. And there's the good solid singe there. You kind of feel almost like a a bit of, uh, you know, counter irritation, as they say, on the tongue. Like I said, it hangs around, but... There's no hug, anything in the throat, et cetera. And, you know, kind of circling back to this, it kind of reminded me of uh, like black pepper chicken from a Chinese place because we all know chicken's bland. But, you know, sometimes they'll put too much black pepper, but not enough other seasoning, vegetables, et cetera. And you just kind of get this overwhelming pepper kick in the middle of your tongue. That That's about where I was. I think it's super easy drinking and what feels like a singe due to that kind of peppery note. You know, they mimic each other pretty good. I think that almost gives an illusion of being higher proof. So I, I think for the folks that uh, are chasing that down, but also don't overly pay attention to other things, this will hit them perfect. I mean, they might not realize it until they look at the ball and go, hold on, hold on this is hot. What do you mean 125? The funny thing about this is I didn't think it drank 125.6. I thought it drank less. Like I would have guessed in the like the teens, super, super creamy mouthfeel. And I thought that was interesting because there's a, a creamy mouthfeel to it. But again, I agree with you on the pepper. So I think that there's an aspect of it that's creamy and, and it kind of coats your mouth well. But at the same time, you're like, oh, there's some pepper spice on there. Yeah, it doesn't seem high proof. I think if you, that's what I was trying to say, if you realize that peppery note isn't necessarily proof. Yeah. Some Sometimes are, are, are they synonymous with each other? Yes. But I don't get the alcohol vapor feel, any of that stuff. I just get that 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 peppery grab right in the middle of the tongue. And I even pulled out um, a bottle of, of one of last year's picks that we got from uh, our friend Brett Atlas. He did one. And it is uh, 139.5 proof. It seems even lower than this one if you judge it in the sense of mouthfeel and kind of what, I guess, vibe, as the kids say these days, it gives you. And I almost laugh because the folks I've poured this for plenty of times either love it or a few guys like, ah, it's, it's just a little too sweet and nutty for me. I'm like, 
It's nine-year Elijah Craig cash drink. How is it too sweet and nutty? Like, ah, yeah, yeah. The crazy one with this one, though, that I would say is that I get a lot of leather and oak. And it surprises me because I never really have felt like Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, I would ever describe it as oaky. And I almost wonder with that pepper and with the oak and with the leather and, you know, the tannins that are really, I mean, did they age this one on a higher floor? We don't know. It doesn't say where they aged it, but. Well, in theory, that'd be a higher proof. You would think, right? Simple laws of science. Yeah. You would think. So that is, that kind of takes away my, my theory there. Again, I, yeah, I'm. Zeke is firing on all cylinders tonight. I'm just throwing stuff. I mean, it's just interesting that this one is so oaky and leathery and peppery. Like, I just don't expect it for an Elijah Craig barrel proof. I I don't think you're going to be upset spending your 70 bucks on this. And I almost wonder what a little bit of water would do to open it up a little bit. But no, I mean, like I said, to me, it's kind of funny to all the folks that'll just, you know, see this, go for a pour of it, pass it around, maybe not look at the proof too much or, or you know, whatever, but they're going to get that whole sensory aspect of like, oh, it's got to be what, like 132. I just feel it right in the middle on my tongue. And even though he knows it doesn't burn going down, it's going to hit a, a good spot for most people. Agreed. So y'all, it's 70 bucks, pretty readily available. You can go ahead and find it. it I mean, it's not like uh, one of those other bottles that you're never going to find. There's a chance you could find one of these out in the wild. Oh, I mean, they're they're never a bad drinker on their own with a little water or ice. Or if you get bored and you, you want to blend around and tinker, these things make great bases. I mean, plenty of friends always go for these just because they are compatible. Good solid profile. It never deviates too much. And... Can't get mad at it. No, you can't. But you can go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about whiskey we drink. We thank Heaven Hill for sending us a sample of this. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? I mean, I'm not worried about me for this show. I'm just worried about you. If anyone happens to see you, Nola in the quarter, you know, be bopping around down there. Make him earn those beads, folks. Make him earn them. <laughs> Cheers. Ciao.